Hey, what up, everybody? My name is Nick Singh, and today we are going to be talking about the power of your heart. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm here with my best friend, Nick Singh. What up? And uh, we were talking, we talk a lot about the heart. We talk every single day, actually, <laughs> as part of a accountability thing that we got going on. How but many of your guests that have been on here do you talk to every single fucking day? I actually talked to a lot of my guests that have been on just once that I didn't know before at least once a week now. Really? Yeah. I keep, we keep, you know, we keep in touch on Instagram or I'm watching their stories. They're watching my stories. So it's like I'm building friendships with these people. Cool. It's really cool. Cause a lot of the people that I brought on, especially in the beginning, I just reached out to them and I didn't know who they were or whatever. Uh, but recently, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, uh, for the past, I would say about five days, you know, we've had a, this trip for New Year's um, with 20 of our best friends, got to hang out for a week in Toronto to party. And it's uh, it was pretty incredible. But it's been a yeah. great it's been a great week, <laughs> basically. But yeah. we're talking about the heart like we always do between me and you. But this time we're just recording it. So cool. power of your heart. You just want to expand on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I actually like the inspiration of this conversation um, is coming in two ways. Last night we were having a discussion. It was about 4 a.m. <laughs> not, <laughs> not unusual for us. No. And there was about seven of us and we just didn't want to go to bed. We were connecting and it was a great time. Some would say we were in our hearts. And um, this conversation came up and it was brief and it was about heart math. And I want to mm. be candid with you guys. I don't know a great deal on heart math. Actually, the truth is Kevin probably knows more than I do, but I wanted to choose this topic for a reason. And it was because... I am a beginner at this, and if you're anything like me, I want to show you that it really doesn't take that that much knowledge to change your life because I've been absolutely radically shifted by things like heart math and these little insights that have absolutely changed my life. So I'm coming at this with a beginner's mindset. I'm actually going to be asking Kevin more <laughs> questions than he's going to ask me, I bet. Because you have a podcast too, so for you know people that know, look him up on uh, YouTube at Nick Singh, right? Or is yeah. it Nicholas Singh? No, it's not Nick Singh. You guys can All right. find me. Yeah, fun enough. Yeah, I appreciate the plug. Yeah. But um <laughs> but anyways, uh I wanted to be candid with you guys and let you know that I am a bit of a beginner here and if you are too, then you're in like company. And uh don't go away because we have more for you here. Awesome. So heart you mentioned heart math. For those of you guys that don't know, go back to like I think I mentioned it in episode two. Um there's a book called The Heart Math Solution. There's the Heart Math Institute. They've done tons of research on the power of your heart and not just like your physical heart, your energetic heart, chemically what it does to your body when you get out of your head and into your heart. They're actually doing research to back this shit up. Mm. And it's not just some airy fairy, oh, live it from your heart type bullshit, right? Mm. Like they are literally proving um, that it's improving quality of sleep, depth of connection, level of freedom, level of peace of mind, like all this stuff. So um, it's proven to actually heal cancers and other things like that. Just literally being grateful. Um, and the, it was brought up in the conversation because we were talking about heart hugs. Most people put your head to the left of the other person. So you, they're on the right side of you and you're hugging culturally. That's what we've done. But in ancient cultures, it was heart to heart. So you would hug to the right, um, because your hearts are closer together. And if you think about the energy field around your heart, uh, being closer to that other person, there's again, heart math has done studies that that has a bigger connection to releasing, relieving stress. Um, and you can actually connect deeper with that person, feel their intentions, really get to know them simply from a hug when it's 
on the right side or they're on the left of you. Yeah, he's, um, he's right. And I mean, to give you guys this context, like I was hearing about this and I've done heart hugs before, but I never really realized that the energy that you're bringing to a hug could be radically different. So when we we're saying goodbye today, it was a bit sad. And um, I was like really, really cognizant that I wanted to give people heart hugs. And if they started hugging me on the wrong side, I would literally say, no, uh, let's do a heart hug. And with our group, if you say it's that okay. kind of shit, yeah. it, it's, it's okay. So we would do these heart hugs. And the looks that you would see, and like not just in, in, in females, but in males' eyes, everybody's eyes afterward is like they were welled they were up. Connected yeah, 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 yeah. They were welled up with love of connection and love that wasn't there before. It was it was always available. See, I want you guys to all get that this stuff is always available. And it's just we're now realizing it's a little bit less airy fairy than we thought. You know, at first when you start hearing about things like gratitude and practicing thankfulness and appreciation, that stuff gets left up to the gypsies in society, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, These yeah. people who are insanely spiritual and they'll almost hop on anything that seems like it sounds good. They don't need much scientific proof. And in a lot of ways, I'm like that, which has gifted me the opportunity to be both wrong and right. And this is one of those situations where you and I have been a little bit right by mm-hmm. being a little bit hippie and jippy with this kind of uh, gypsy yeah. with this kind of stuff. But now that they're starting to back this scientifically, you're starting to see the emergence of the rest of society, these people who need mm-hmm. logic. And I'm not doubting the fact that logic is a massive part of life. But the reason for this episode is to hopefully bring some logic to this thing that we're talking about that can come across airy-fairy. But the truth, if you want to talk truth and reality, it's really not. So heart math, like Kev was saying, is the study of the heart. And it's really putting numbers to what's happening inside of us biochemically that allow us to gain insights into why we feel so good when we practice things like gratitude and thankfulness. And a basic understanding of this is your brain has a wavelength to it. Mm -hmm. And when you're frustrated or upset or you're pissed off or you're in any kind of emotional place where you're not happy or joyful, um, it's actually not, it doesn't look like waves on a chart. It looks like spikes. Right, You guys ever see those movies when somebody's heart rate is going through the roof on that heart monitor? Your brainwave looks exactly the same when you're frustrated and upset. The funny thing is is that when you take that brainwave when somebody's upset or frustrated or angry or confused and then you compare it to somebody's heart rate the exact when the exact same uh, emotions are passing through them they're both jagged as fuck and they're not in sync at all they're not in sync they don't follow any particular pattern that looks like they're aligned like if you were to take them you wouldn't have even guessed that those two things are living in the same body they're out of focus or incongruent but the funny thing is is that the moment that you introduce something like gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation in small ways this isn't something radical and big is the moment that these spikes stop being spikes and they start to become waves if you're into math you'll know what sinusoidal waves are if you're not just think about it like literally you're drawing a curvature proper wave across a piece of paper and the brain wave becomes the exact same it forms in the exact same melody as the heart wave mm-hmm. and they realize through this that holy shit the heart actually sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the yeah. heart and that, that was that's the big core of that's the big core of heart math is that it's a two-way communication between the heart and the, and the brain, the brain that the heart is more powerful than the brain. You had a heart in embryonic development before you had a brain. And to see, you know, the signals and how it, it goes, because for the longest time, we've always thought your subconscious was actually causing your heart to beat. Yeah. And then, again, heart math did all these studies because if you cut somebody's heart out of their body, the heart's still going to beat on its own. Really? Yes. See, I told you guys, I really am a beginner. <laughs> I really am a beginner at this. I wasn't lying. Yes, the heart has literally an energy and a body of its own. Um, it's the pacemaker within the heart. It has it the electronics or electrical plugs or whatever. If you have an electric electronic heart, 
um, it's self-reliant as well. Wow. So your heart is self-reliant, which is, again, a higher consciousness. And then if you can go into tons of stuff with – you were talking about like airy-fairy. I'm going to back it up for a second. Like the heart is this realm. I would say the heart and love that – it's almost a dimension that we have yet to fully explore, mm, you know, like wow. we have these other dimensions that we talk about and like, you know, there's movies about them and there's a time dimension and all this shit. I feel very strongly that love is one of those dimensions that humans are starting to dip the toe into figuring more out about right. that as we evolve as a species. Um, because it is kind of airy fairy. There is a ton of stuff. I've been researching this stuff for six years. And even as I've met, like I've gone into this as a career and a profession, I'm, I'm diving a lot deeper into it. And there's just a lot that we simply don't fucking know or understand. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's why you can come across airy fairy. And there's so many beliefs left, um, left unproven mm -hmm. in this. And I don't want that to scare you because I hope that inspires you to be creative. And one of the ways that did it for me is I actually realized that the moment I heard that when you're an embryotic cell, mm -hmm. I think that's what it is, mm -hmm. and that the heart is actually the first organ that develops within your body. It's one of the first ones well before your brain. I actually, from, I don't know what you believe in spiritually, kind of said to myself, hey, you know what? What if like that's where your soul became? You know, mm -hmm. what if that was like the inhabited place of your soul and, and love and the universe and all of that divine energy that we all have within us? And that became an interesting fascination for me and while i really don't and can't prove that i can feel it and i know mm -hmm. it to be true mm -hmm. so what i'm suggesting is not that you get up and believe everything that me and kevin are talking about but this heart math stuff is a white page with only a few scribbles on it and there's a lot left to be written and i can tell you right now from experience i am an entrepreneur and business owner i do run a podcast and i interview entrepreneurs all the time and these people are the farthest thing from airy fairy people these people are the most logical thinkers i've ever met they're strategic and everywhere they're systematic um but together we've actually talked behind closed doors without the mic on or anything like that about things like gratitude and appreciation and they're using it and if you actually look at people like gary vaynerchuk or tony robbins or scooter braun they say this weird thing that gratitude is what energizes them yeah. and they're actually not kidding. Like literally today I've eaten nothing and it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm running off almost zero sleep. We just hit an intense workout. I was sweating like crazy. I'm underfed. I'm literally dehydrated and we're sitting in a car doing this podcast right after we did a massive gratitude session <laughs> and I actually think I could do this for five hours. Oh, totally. Like literally, yeah, right? And it's, it's because it's like, it's, we're not gratitude is that fuel yeah you know you it's already have that fuel it, it, it is it is totally 100 and to go back really quick on what you were saying about when the soul enters the body is when, yeah. when you have a heartbeat yeah. it's actually um in my strong opinion right upon um conception wow. so when the sperm cell enters the egg and you know they've done this outside wow. of the That's physical beautiful. body yeah. there's you can actually see a spark of light when the sperm cell goes into the egg, it like it like flashes for a second, and I feel like that's when oh my your God. soul enters that cell. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, Dude, and that's that's crazy cool. It is insane. Look it up, YouTube it. I'm not, you know, this yeah. isn't airy fairy anymore. This is scientific, and um, it's really awesome. So why don't we leave them with something? Like, what do you want to leave them with? Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave everybody here with two things that I want you to try. One is a heart hug. So like Kevin described, instead yeah. of putting your how like how how can we describe this to them? Put your the, your heart's on the left side of your body, right? Or it's centered, but it's slightly to the left. So your heart should be closer to their heart when you hug. So their head should be to the left of your head. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a great okay. way to remember. So, and if they start hugging you wrong, literally fix it. And then the moment that you guys have each other's heart, do me a favor and take a breath. Literally take a breath together. Say, let's take a breath together. And even if they think it's weird, find you a way to get somebody you, to do it. You know what's crazy? You don't even have to say that. If, yeah. When you start breathing deep, they're going to do it exactly. because you're connected. Exactly. Hold them for a little bit longer. And it might feel uncomfortable for a lot of you, but I promise mm-hmm. you, you'll experience a level of initial weirdness and awkwardness when you do this, if you're not used to this sort of thing. But what you're going to get from it is going to absolutely change your life. Right. And I, I challenge you to do that with every hug from yeah. now on. And I would say too, that it's going to feel uncomfortable because there's actually been studies about American culture that we, when we are interacting with another, like a friend, mm-hmm. we touch the person maybe once or twice and all other cultures around the world, they'll touch them on an average of 20 times. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. We, we, so, Cause we're so scared to touch people. Start so touching we, each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the second thing I wanted to leave you with that I practice on the regular basis is I have a gratitude partner. He's one of my best friends. Every single day we call each other and we commit to saying at least three things that we're grateful for. And it's changed my life. And you don't need to go to that extreme to find somebody to call every single day. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you right after the show. If you do yourself any favors today, you will find one thing that you're genuinely grateful for. And do me a favor. Make it something unique. Don't settle for the answers that are always available to you, such as life, family, health. I recognize that you're available and that those things are things that you are naturally grateful for. But find something unique. Like I'm looking at a basketball net right now. And, you know, I'm grateful for basketball and I'm grateful for that net because of what it represents. I grew up playing basketball and that for me means so much. I'm grateful for these little uh, cuts in the tile on the ground and how they help actually irrigate the water out of it. So my driveway doesn't flood. And this is the third thing for something small. I'm grateful for. I always try to make myself choose something small. And the reason is, is that around 32 years old, there was a bunch of astronauts that actually just got back from space. They had visited the moon and they were 32 years old. And um, they had come back and they were clinically depressed. No one could figure out why, but somebody did. And it was eventually when they realized that these astronauts had found adventure at such a young age. I mean, they were 32 years old. They had gone Mm -hmm. to the moon and back. I mean, what's left for them? And the reality is that the way life works is if you forget to find adventure in a smile your life's over, you know? So find something small each day so that you can have the big adventures in life, but you don't have to count on those happening to fill you up. So find something small each day to feel grateful for. And I'll do it right now to give you guys an idea. I'm grateful for these individual beads on this rosary in my car. It makes it up into a necklace and each one together works as a unit to actually create this beautiful thing that I use every single day. I rub it before I start driving. So I encourage you to do those two things. Give somebody a heart a heart hug and give yourself a little gratitude session like I just did and send Kevin a result as to what you guys felt after. I'd love to hear. I feel that. And also if you guys want more on that gratitude, maybe you want to make it into a morning routine, heartgang.com 21 day love challenge where I give you a morning routine, something like the gratitude. We add a little bit more to it and also a challenge every day to live more from your heart and to activate this power that's already within you. So thanks, Nick, for being on the show. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. And for everybody listening, go out there, put some heart into everything that you do today.